Welcome to Misunderstandings of the Mind podcast, the space where we explore common misunderstandings of how life works, allowing us to gain new perspectives on health, wealth, relationships, and much more. Life doesn't have to be hard work. It can be a flowing collection of experiences if we learn some simple truths about how our experience is created. Through this understanding, we realize that at a fundamental level, we are all already whole and perfect. Okay, we're live. Hi, Dominic. Welcome to Misunderstandings of the Mind podcast. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you for the invitation, Jason. I'm excited to, uh, to have this conversation. Yeah. And um, today's conversation about effortless creation, you know, that was the, the you know, that was the name that came to mind. And, um, you know, we, we were just talking a bit and I, and I was saying about, you know, I don't know what the opposite of effortless is, you know, it was kind of like effort, you know, efforting, you know, was kind of like the story of my life because it looked like um, everything I wanted or everything I, you know, set my sights on was a lot of, a lot of work and I think when I spent time in the personal development world there's so much emphasis on um you know getting up at 5 a.m buying a trampoline and a plunge pool and um you know yeah. making sure you're in charge of your body and your own mind and you know working long hours and you've got to put in all the effort to make it work but to me you know in my experience it just felt so painful you know it was just so like there was such a striving and such a um, you know, a lot of overthinking and, you know, a lot of disappointment and, and a constant focus on being somewhere else other than where I was, you know, in order to make it happen. And it seemed like not much materialized out of that. It always felt like I was spinning my wheels, you know, and it's like, yeah, I, I've, I've had successful businesses and things, but it was like they were coupled with a, a lack of fulfillment, you know, every time, you know, so mm -hmm. it really sort of, I guess from, I guess what I'm saying is, the place I was coming from was the idea that somehow when I got this thing, whatever it was that I was trying to create in the world, that I would then feel, you know, this sense of something, fulfillment, achievement, whatever. And, um, you know, so it kept me on that, on the rat race, I guess, of life, you know, like that where there's really no, no destination to get to. So um, that's my starter on effortless creation. I definitely see it different these days, but I, I you know, I'd love to hear from you and, and, and we can just go from there and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, a lot in in the way that I'll be speaking and talking about this is, uh, is coming from my understanding of a couple of things, right? So uh, the teachings of Sydney Banks, for sure, right? So that's huge. And uh, massive insights there around how it's an inside out uh, reality that that we're experiencing that's important to know when it comes to something like creation and the um a second thing that uh has contributed enormously to me are the teachings of abraham hicks and um that is a teaching that is a spiritual teaching that talks about the energy that we really are. So who we are is pure source energy consciousness. And so there's sort of, you know, what those implications are as well. And, um, and, and so all of that kind of fits in with this. I, I resonated with what you said about, you know, this idea of effort and, um, and, uh, you know, where, where we're going to distinguish is effortless creation. And the way I'll say that, which is an Abraham Hicks quote, is you did not come to create with action. So you did not come to create with action. You came to create with your mind. And um, that is the secret or the distinction that gets to effortless creation. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, later, I'll, I'll speak to the fact that action will be involved. Action will be involved for sure. You're never going to create anything without action. But, um, but there is a big difference in being inspired to action uh, from a state of alignment with all that you are, uh, rather than being motivated to action uh, from a reaction in a way 
to uh, things that you think need changing or things that you feel you are deficient in or not enough of that, you know, now you want to go to try to achieve or obtain or whatever. And that uh, the distinction then is I am motivated to action to try to complete myself to try to become more right? I get motivated to action. I think that more money will do it. I think that having a business will do it, being in a relationship will do it. So I'm motivated to action rather than inspired to action from an alignment with who I really am and an alignment with all that I am. Those are very different. Yeah. Wow. I mean, just listening to you there and those things, you know, I think like it was definitely the you know, the effort, the effort part was definitely the, you know, it was, it wasn't inspired. It was motivated to change something, motivated to get somewhere other than here, motivated to find the thing that looked like it was going to be the answer to all my feelings, you know, it was going to change my feelings. So I can really see the, you know, the difference in that versus being inspired, you know, some just pulled towards something, I guess. Well, yeah, when you if if you think about in the being aligned with all that you are, well, you know, what is all that I am? Well, all that I am is uh, pure source energy consciousness. It is it is the energy um, of life. It is it is, you know, what it is, how, how we know what it is, is that is that the thing that is beating my heart, the thing that is breathing me. Because when you notice this, well, if I cut my finger, it will heal itself. So, you know, even, you know, you think we're so smart, right? You get doctors and whatever. Do you know what they do if you cut your fingers? They put a Band-Aid on it, right? (laughs) So, I mean, seriously, this is the latest, you know, leading edge medical understanding is they'll put a band-aid on it and why is because they can't do anything to actually heal it there is an energy an intelligence we say an infinite intelligence the same intelligence that creates universes solar systems that same intelligence is what flows through you it's digesting your food. It is, it is um, healing your body. It is doing all of that. So when, when it comes to who are you really, right? It is that. It is that. Well, that then when it comes to what is creation, true creation is the expression of that energy into form. It's the expression of that energy into form, uniquely expressing into form through you. So you will feel just like the same way that you feel that you're breathing, your heart is beating, all of that stuff is happening. That, that same energy is wanting to express into the world through you. And that feels to you, how it feels to us, is it feels like desire. I feel like I want to paint or uh, play an instrument, make music, do something. So there's some expression that wants into the world. And so that feeling is so different than a kind of a feeling like uh, I just, you know, I, I feel like so constrained and I want, I want to be in a relationship because I'm so lonely. I, I want more money because I feel like I can't do things that I want to do. And all of this sort of, you can clearly tell when you start thinking like that, you don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. There's a misunderstanding. You are misperceiving yourself as something Obviously not what I just said, like as far as identifying with all that you are, as you misperceive it, you're seeing yourself as really a a fraction of all that you are. Well, the minute you get to that, I mean, boy, you got a lot of work to do because... (laughs) I mean, how do you uh, get this and that and have abundance and do these things? Like, I mean, 
you, you've, you've misunderstood who you are. You think you're this little thing. There's all instant insecurity within it. And what happens is you, you get moved into achieving and doing things really out of desperation. And that is not creation. And that is certainly not effortless creation. Yeah, you can see why it would just be why it feels like effort and it always feels kind of futile that you're always um you know trying to create things to create yourself i guess you know or yes. to, off to offset your identity crisis you know it's kind of like you know with an idea of being a separate human you know in the world you know who needs to actualize themselves by achieving or or creating their idea of success you know whatever fits in with the world just in order to be to feel like something you know just is all based in that same fundamental misunderstanding right oh right on and you and and you know and that's the trouble right there is where you're wanting to create something in the world right which is, again, from that perspective and that perception, it is you're uh, enticed to create or change something in the world, which is outside of you, right? So from that perspective, right, it is like um, a bigger house or to be, uh, to be respected by others or to whatever that is. So, I mean, it's, it's incredible because like we kind of, create our own uh, hard work and effort, right? It, it's literally impossible that here you are and you are now trying to change some stuff out there, right? So it's a, it's a misperception to begin with, is I'm here separate from that stuff out there. I've got to do a bunch of things in order to get that stuff over to me so that I have it instead of it being over there. <laughs> By the way, this isn't even creation anymore. You know, you're not creating anything. You're just moving around the stuff that's already been created. That's the other problem is this is not pure creation. All you're doing is looking around at what's already been creating and trying to see how you can acquire it. Yeah. It's not creation at all. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point. I never thought about it that way, you know, but I can see, I can see literally how that, how that works. You know, it's like people just want more of something for themselves. Like, so it kind of looks like they're creating it for themselves as the idea of who they, you know, with that, with that misunderstanding. But Actually, it's not really. I mean, I think that's where people really struggle, isn't it? In the idea that, I mean, one of my major misunderstandings was that some people are creative or naturally entrepreneurial and can somehow express themselves, you know, by bringing something new into the world, something from nothing, you know, something that isn't created elsewhere, you know, in that process, that it looks to many people that some people are naturally blessed with some talent or able to do that. And others just like, I've just been dealt a bad hand or something like that. Ah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas meanwhile, that is equivalent in everyone the same way as breathing is, right? The yeah. same way as, you know, beating your heart. That energy is not only doing all that stuff that maintains the physical body that you can kind of feel through you, but it, but it is equally for every point of consciousness that we call another human being. It is equally wanting to uniquely express itself more through that mm. point of consciousness. And so now we're not paying attention. We don't, we, you know, because this is something you have to feel for, something you want to notice, listen for, right? And, um, and but when we're busy, first of all, we don't know who we are. And so then we think we're this, you know, separate thing that if I don't, you know, if I don't figure out my life, no one's going to do it for me right? Like that we get into all that. And then, and then I got and we I got to look after myself, because nobody's gonna, you know, care, right. And so now we're, we're figuring all of that out from such a place of total disconnection and misunderstanding. So it's from a misidentification, that I'm now trying to live my life I always think it's kind of funny that that you know we're we're trying to do 
it's kind of like, well, you know, I got to figure out my living situation. I got to figure out where I'm going to live, how I'm going to make money, like all that stuff. But meanwhile, how come nobody's trying to figure out like the breathing part of it? Like, why is nobody doing that? And how come they're not, you know, doing a plan for retirement when they're breathing? Like, because they're breathing okay now, but what about in retirement? Then what are they going to do? It's like, that's a whole thing where they just trust that it's taken care of. They trust that that's happening, but then they get to other things and they start to go, wow, you know, I got to do that. I'm going to have to figure all that out. Meanwhile, look at some of the other, you know, consciousness on the planet, like, you know, animals and birds and all that kind of stuff. And like, what's their retirement plan? Like, how do they intend to be living in retirement? Or where's their food coming from? Or where's all that? Like, notice how they allow everything to be taken care of. They're allowing it all to be taken care of. We sort of have limits. <laughs> we, oh, well, fine, I get it. I can't handle, you know, I'm not the one doing my digestive system. I'm not the one doing that. But okay, but that's the stop. And then after that, I'm going to have to figure everything out from there on, right? And um, yeah, maybe that's not exactly right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, start, it's, it's, it starts with the same you know, like you said, the misunderstanding of who we are and the couple with a misunderstanding of how, you know, that of being separate, you know, of how the, uh, of living in an objective reality, right? It's kind of like, it really looks like that we have to, um, you know, achieve things as, I mean, everyone, not everyone, but a large percentage of humanity suffer with that, you know, that misunderstanding of kind of like that, like you said, it's on me and I've got to get all these external ducks in a row, so to speak, yes. you know, it's like in order to make my life okay. And when I, or, or, or the misunderstanding that there's a destination or a place to get to, when I get this, when I get there, when right. I achieve this, when I lose this much weight, when I get a relationship, then only then, you know, will I be okay? You know, and it just becomes a, a lifetime of futility, you know, of chasing something that, that can never materialize, right? Right, right. It, it um, you know, the, e even within all the desires, there becomes a, um, it, because by the way, I don't want to be misunderstood as to think that um, you shouldn't desire what you desire. Well, all there is, is to understand a little bit about how that's coming about. Uh, so yeah, because I'm not suggesting that, oh, you know, you shouldn't want a better living situation and it's not right for you to want more money it's not right for you to want this because uh you know like that's the wrong desire or whatever i i'll be very clear about this the desires are wonderful that's kind of why you came you came to create and um just the misunderstanding is is that you ideally would want to create knowing who you are <laughs> and, and so that you can enjoy being the deliberate creator that you are, being the powerful creator that you are. If I say that in another, another way, it would be like, um, you know, we've all heard this stuff in spiritual circles, Bible, all that kind of stuff. We've heard this where you are made in the image of the creator. Right? So you have been made in the image of the creator. Well, if you say the image, an image is a true reflection. An image is a true reflection. So you are a reflection of the creator. That is the only creator that there is, right? And so as a reflection of the creator, you share in its nature, so when you're looking at creation, you want to look at the way the creator creates. And in your mind, you know, a lot of people will call the creator God, right? That, that language gets used a lot. But it's, it's kind of like the way I would say it is, do you think that God, uh, you know, builds up his muscle in order to create anything? Like when he built the, you know, created the solar system and he created, you know, the oceans and mountains and everything else that has expressed from that consciousness. 
did God use muscle to do it? Did he use hard work, labor, and effort, and a lot of discipline and willpower in order to put those things together? And that's a ridiculous statement because the only thing that God did, the only thing that consciousness did was to simply think it. The only thing that happened was of an envision, envision and think it, and it is. That is how the creator creates. How the creator creates is to simply imagine it, and it is. And that that is, you know, the begin, beginning, they said, God said, let there be light. And there was, I, there wasn't any muscle involved. There wasn't any hard work and effort and days of labor. It was simply to think it, and it is. Um, <laughs> we're made in the image of the creator. And so this, this uh, ability, this capacity, this kind of nature that we have to create our own reality in that way, in our mind, with thought, through imagination, this, this is how we intended to create. Um, and so, uh, th- yeah, there's something along exploring that. And the more we can get aligned with who we really are and that nature that we share, then, then, then we're on track. And the more, f- the more we get away from that, the more we will find it is hard work, effort, and it will not be satisfying. And we will never... Uh, yeah, we will we, be exhausted is, is, is really what it's going to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I guess what I was thinking was, I'm sure people listening that don't, you know, don't really understand this fully yet will be, the next question probably will be, well, how do I do that? You know, it's kind of like, and I, and I don't know if I'm on the right tracks here, but for me, it kind of looks like that when I, when I woke up to my, big misunderstanding you know to to the idea that my world wasn't what I thought it was to to I wasn't who I thought I was or who I'd been all those years you know to there that then what happened was I started you know being less caught up in getting anywhere but like things started appearing more obviously you know like in my life like and the things that I wanted that I desired but like I wasn't kind of hell-bent on making them happen anymore just kind of like opportunities Mm -hmm. just presented themselves to me like my my new program for treating addiction um three principles based program like one day somebody said to me what what is it you're doing could you do this for us a rehabilitation center so i sort of went okay yeah that's interesting went away and i wrote a program and eventually they didn't want it and i kind of thought well i've created this for something you know it's kind of like well maybe i'm meant to do it myself so then i've been kind of following all these obvious things that have just come into my path and it's like now i'm here with this new program to present to the world and like i never it wasn't something i set out to do just kind of got put in my path you know Oh, that, so that's brilliant. Because I think what's what I love, we, we can use that example a lot to really illustrate and show all of this. Yeah. Because, you know, when you said this is very common, people will say, how do I do this? Yeah. Right? How do I do this? And, you know, it's it's interesting because I'm on my website, the way I the way I say it is you create your own reality. And this is not something that you can learn how to do because you're already doing it. So the only thing, the only thing you can do is to, is to come to understand and realize how you are doing it. And so uh, you are never not doing it. There is nothing you are experiencing that has not been created within you that is being expressed and experienced by you. So you create your own reality. You are never not doing that. There is no reality that you know of that is not sourced within you. And so uh, this is so interesting because, yeah, if we looked at this, we'd say, you'd go, well, wait a minute. You know, I don't know. I think, you know, my job isn't part of me. And you know, that company over there, that's not part of me. And, you know, my spouse isn't part of me or whatever. 
And I, and, and here's the way I would say it with a, a lot of humor, right? I'd say, well, Jason, I don't know whether there is a company out there or whether there is a partner out there for you or not. There may very well be one, but here's the thing I do know. The only one you know of is the one in your mind that is constructed of thought. <laughs> so I don't want to argue with you as to whether there is one there or not. There may be one <laughs> that is with you somewhere. But the one that we're talking about, the only one you will ever know, the only one you will ever know, the only one you will ever interact with is the one in your mind constructed of thought that has arisen within you. By the way, if you don't like that one, gives you a lot of, you can start to understand how you are the source of what's been created. And if what's been created, sourced within you, constructed of thought that has arisen within you, if you don't like that job or that partner that you've created in that way, you could actually think again, you can actually, you can actually recreate any of that. And the power in this is, you actually don't have to ask them to change. Which is what would happen if you misunderstood and you believed that you know, the job, the company, the, the, the country, the politicians were actually out there giving you a lot of trouble. <laughs> so, so they're out there giving you a lot of trouble, right? And you can't do certain things in your life because of them out there, because of these situations and conditions out there. But what, what we're suggesting here is uh, you're the only one giving yourself any trouble, <laughs> because, because you create your own reality. And if you've noticed you've created a reality with trouble, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, that was such a freeing experience for me. You know, that was, that was my, my moment of realization where everything changed, but nothing changed, you know, like... Or, or it looked like all these things that were my problems all of a sudden disappeared. They were no longer my problems. And it was like, uh, you know, I also thought, well, it's funny because nothing circumstantially has changed, you know, like nothing on the outside world has changed. I haven't got more money. I haven't lost weight. I haven't got a new relationship. All the things that look like the problems, you know, like, and then they all just looked okay all of a sudden. And I was kind of like, so I had the felt experience of the insight before I intellectually understood what had happened, you know? Beautiful, beautiful. Well, it, because the power in seeing that you're the source of that, mm. that, that what you see is expressing through you. What, what you're experiencing is a manifestation of thought. That's all you're experiencing, right? And so it's, it's like basically you know, it's inside out. It is my, it's inside my mind, thought projected outward, which I then perceive as out there. So it, you, you know, technically there's nothing out there, right? Technically there's nothing out there, by the way, even if there was neither you nor I could prove it anyway, because, because like I said, the only access we've got is to whatever is worth thinking about. That's the only thing that's out there. And so that's the version that I've got, right? Of, of any of that. And and, and so we are creating our own reality. Another way that we could say that sometimes people have trouble with that one. But um, uh, in, in, you know, when I do programs and stuff, I will say to people, you, you create your own reality. And if that's hard to take, then the way you might, the way I might say it, that'll be easier for you to get is um, you create your own perception of reality. And you create your own perception of reality and people go, oh, see, you tricked us. 
because I thought I'd be doing, you know, a program or understanding that about me creating my own reality. But now when you say you create your own perception of reality, I mean, that's not as good, right? But here's the thing. Those two statements are equivalent. There is not a difference in these statements. You create your own reality and the statement you create your own perception of reality is the identical statement. And the reason it's the identical statement is because you will never know a reality other than the reality you are perceiving. You will never know another one. <laughs> so that statement is the same statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, it's the thing that where people get lost in and out of all the time, isn't it? I mean, like for, when people first come to the understanding, it's like, it's completely alien to them, completely new, you know, and then they get small glimpses of it, you know, and then they come, in my experience, I see people, you know, get caught up in some areas that look like they're exceptions to that rule, you know? Yes. Yeah. So that, um, yeah, well, and, and actually, if we, let, let's look at those where they get stuck. But just before that, you said about how, you you know, the, the program that the addiction program you created and all of that, yeah. you know, there's something to see in the, and this is why I think, you know, paying attention to desires, paying attention to what you want is quite useful. That's why um, I don't discourage, because sometimes in spiritual uh, circles, they, they tell you your desires are your problem because then it causes suffering and, you know, all that stuff. And, uh, mm -hmm. and there's this real misunderstanding of if you could get rid of desires, then, you know, you would get rid of all your suffering. And uh, that is so misguided because you will never get rid of, this, of, of your desires because those desires are not sourced in this finite perspective of you. Uh, what, I, what I will say uh, um, is that those desires are coming from some place of which is all that you are. And that feeling of desire is eternal. You will never get rid of desire. The only thing you have any choice or say about is your resistance to it. So you, you could say something about your resistance to the desire that comes through, which, by the way, in all resistance is always thought, which blocks it or slows it down. That is the part where you suffer, is in the, is in the slowing down and resisting desire. So what does that mean? You, we'll go back to this, but somehow you had this idea come to you around maybe helping people with addictions. It, it just it was something that interested you. And by the way, this is how desire shows up. It's like an interest. It's like, it's like it's appealing. It's like you find yourself reading about it. It's like you find yourself, you keep doing Google searches and reading magazines. And it, like you notice it's like you don't even have a choice. It's like you just, you can't help it, but keep going there, right? So that's, the part, it's like, where is this coming from? That it even seems like you have no choice. You're just always drawn there, right? So there's something in there, this, this energy wanting expression through you, uniquely through you, because of your experiences in life and what you've been through. That life has caused you to really, through a clarification process of something which you can uniquely create, contribute, bring into this world. So now you get this thought, right? And it first shows up this thought. And I'll, I'll say a bit more about that because it's a realization of a desire. It is not you thinking it up. It becomes a realization of something that you, you feel like you, it's exciting. It's like an insight. Mm. It's like, oh, I, I could work with people like this. I could even do a program. It's like it, but, but notice the, even the energy with which I said it, it's like a realization. It wasn't like, well, I don't know, what the hell am I going to do with my life? I should do something. Maybe I could work with people. Maybe I like, <laughs> you see the difference in that? It's like, I'm trying to figure out something. Right? Yeah. 
So desire comes through from somewhere bigger than this little guy trying to figure things out, right? Once it arrives, so that desire wants expression through you. And here's what I mean. The only control you have is resistance because once the desire comes, you kind of go, you get it. It's exciting. It's interesting. It's calling you, right? But then what happens, the next thing that starts to happen is, yeah, but I don't know anything about this. I've never developed any kind of a program before. I mean, and not only that, but who's even going to listen to me? I have no qualifications. I don't even have any credentials. Like, how would I even be doing a program like this? Who would come to it? And I, 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 it's like all of a sudden thought comes. Thought comes in opposition to that desire. And this is the resistance, right? And you, you might even say, depending how strong your resistance is, you might, you might even say, oh my God, I, my life was better before I had the stupid desire. I mean, everything was fine until the stupid desire. And now it's like, you know, this is now a big problem for me. Well, the desire is not a problem. Your resistance is a problem. <laughs> and, and so the art of, you know, how, how do you create your own reality? What's deliberate creating? Well, creation happens effortlessly. As you drop resistance, you allow more of that to be expressed through you. So it's really funny. It's not with our effort we create. It is literally in the direction of effortless. That creation can happen through us. Yeah. yeah. Two things I'd love to share is um, one is you remind me of the book. You may have read it, The Surrender Experiment, you know, um, it was like, for anyone listening, you know, it's kind of like, to me, it was exactly what Dominic was just talking about, that every time he had this, it was faced with something new was given to him, and then he had this resistance, then he kind of surrendered and just went, okay, okay, you know, and he went from being a hippie to a builder to a billion dollar IT company owner, you know, just through just through surrendering to what life brought to him, you know, it was such a magical story and, and um, it was really interesting. And that's when you were talking what, what came to mind and, and relating that to my own experience, that that's what it's been like. It's like, it's like, um, I always describe it as having its own wheels, you know, it's got its own wheels, you know, it's kind of like that I'm not doing the doing, you know, it's kind of like that these like you said, they're coming through, you know, yeah, I, I have worked with addictions in a different way before Then when I found this understanding, I kind of stopped doing it because it didn't make sense to me anymore, but I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Then this has been presented to me and now I've got, you know, all this other stuff going on and it's like, uh, and new, new directions or new, you know, new ideas keep coming to me about it. And it's like, it's just kind of moving along and moving along and moving along. And I'm not getting involved in it. Like it's got to be done by this time or, you know, I'm not letting any of that, you know, get involved in it, literally just following, you know, as, as it occurs to me to do the next thing, you know, and just kind of loving the process. And, and I lo I'm loving not knowing, like, like you said, mm -hmm. you know, I had all those thoughts. Oh, where will the people come from? How will I do that? And it's like, you know, I realized that if, if I had to have the answers to any of those questions, I probably would have never started, you know? <laughs> it's beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. Well, so see there you pointed now where effortless is, because what you're doing in that example is you are allowing something to be created through you yeah. now. And to be clear, so this is kind of get people get confused with this because it's like what we're not saying is that, you know, oh, you'll close your eyes and then one day you're going to have this addiction program and all of that like magic. It's never magic. What it is, is that you are allowing this energy, this, which, by the way, begins all creation begins as a seed of thought. It's a seed right, planted in consciousness in your mind. And a seed is, what, like, what do you do with the seed? I mean, you allow it, you allow it to grow. And by the way, there's so many good things in that metaphor, because 
A seed contains with it the intelligence and everything required for its final manifestation. Right? The, the total intelligence of its complete manifestation is contained in the seed. This is really good to know that when you got that thought um, at, at whatever degree it came in in clarity, is the reason you don't need to know anything, well, and you don't at this at any stage of who are the people that are doing it, where's the money going to come from, what, who's going to be involved, what are the logistics for this thing, what kind of a platform are you going to use? Like, the reason you don't need any of that is because it's already contained in the seed. And that seed will express into all that is required for its complete fulfilling manifestation. It's all going to happen. It's all going to be in there. And, um, you know, Abraham will say, by the time you perceive, by the time you're able to perceive that energy beginning to come into form as, as a thought form, which was the idea came into your mind about potentially doing a program. This could be what you do with your life. This could be something you do for now, right? It came in. Abraham says, by the time you were able to perceive that idea, 99% of the creation of it is complete. It's done. It's finished. <laughs> it's done. The entire detail of everything is complete. And now all it is is allowing it to express through you into form, which is the part here's where effortless is. The effortless is because it does not require you to uh, bring to bring it into form. It does not require you, finite you, physical you, to go achieve it. That's not what's required. What is required is for you to allow it, to allow its expression through you. In that case, what happens is it uses you. It uses you, you, you let go into, it puts you into action. It has you make calls. It has you reach out and contact people. It has you research a platform that you can use for your new program or whatever it is. So it is inspiring the next step and the next step and the next step within you. And more than that, like you said in the surrender experiment, this energy is not separate from any other energy. So there are cooperative components all over the world and all around you. There are others. There are people who want to be involved in a, in a program like this. There are people with money who want to support a program like this. There are people who are searching for this. There are people who could benefit from it. This kind of intelligence and energy knows all of that. And it leads and connects and brings it all together in a way you and I could never figure out. It just, we could never figure this out. It's too complicated. But that's why we're working with infinite intelligence. That's what that is. Infinite intelligence, not you and I in our finite perspective, trying to work out what the next step is and the next action. Yeah, that's beautifully said. I, I, that's my felt experience, exactly as you said it. You know, it's kind of like, and I, and I can notice when, when I get involved, the idea of me, you know, it kind of like, and I, I, and something starts to feel difficult, you know, in the process. And it's going kind of like, I realize, and I have to like notice where I just got, you know, where I got caught up with myself or I, I kind of made it mean something about me or whatever it was, you know, and then yeah. I just step, all I have to do is step away from it and just leave it alone. And then like clockwork at some point, another something will come to me, you know, as it, it will occur to me to do something. And it's like, like you said, people are appearing with money for me, you know, like opportunities are arising to share my, to, to speak my, you know, my voice, my talk about my program, people are wanting to interview me and do things and it's all just happening. And I literally really have not created, I haven't done any of it, you know, it's just yeah. kind of keeps happening. All I'm doing is following what occurs to me as the next right thing, you know? Well, you, you said it all in the feeling of it. That's the only job we've got is to pay attention to the feeling of it, maintaining our balance within it. 
uh, because all of the guidance we have in the expression of this is all the guidance is provided in the feeling. So the feeling, the, the, the way to say this is um, that, well, a couple of things I'll say is, first off, that everything you want, everything you want is because you believe you will feel better in the having of it. So there is a better feeling in the having of it. This is, this is kind of there. In our own mind, we say, you know, I want this program. I want to do this program. Well, it feels good. If I think about the program, it feels good. It feels like I'm going to make a difference. It feels like I'm going to learn and grow and develop. It feels like I'm, I'm going to be able to be engaged and feel like my life and the work that I do is good. So it feels good. Everything you want is because you believe you will feel better in the having of it. So really the desire is pointing to, is moving us toward a state of being. This is the funny thing. It's like, we think it's about creating the program or whatever, but what the desire is really uh, desiring or wanting is an expanded state of being, right? Who you are wants more expression in the world. Who you really are wants to be more, to be more in the world. And so that is the calling which you describe as desire. And from our perspective, we've interpreted into this program where you could make this kind of a difference. That's what it is. And the, here's the tricky part is the way the program will happen is always only ever in a match to your being that. When you're not being what that is, the program cannot happen. It cannot express through you. It cannot come together. So there is this way of being you're being called to be. And as you align with that, which is really an alignment with who you really are, it will feel good. If you misalign, if you deviate from that, it will start to feel bad. And that's, oh, I'm getting really frustrated. You know, I'm starting to worry this might not come together. I'm starting to doubt that this is going to happen. So notice the feeling in the deviation what, the, what guidance that's providing is it's saying you are now using thought against yourself. Now you're using thought against desire that will always feel bad. So that's the guidance. And, and I love what you said that you discovered, which is you said, well, you know, every time that that's happened, I just back away. This is, it's brilliant because it's sort of like if you're driving on the road and you get the rumble strips on the side of the road, right? Well, if you, if you feel your car hitting the rumble strips, there's a warning there that you're going off the road, right? And so what you do is you back away, like back off of them, move back, right? <laughs> you started to go there and now move back in. Don't stay there in the rumble strip because the point of the rumble strips is to give you guidance to get back on the road. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's such a, such a powerful realization to see it that way, you know, and, um, you know, I wanted to ask you also to add in, let's add in a bit, if you can, about manifestation, because I know, like, people talk about that with you, and I know you, you talk about it, and it's not something that, for me, it's a word that I heard in reading The Secret and stuff years ago, but then I kind of shied away from, so how does that, like, how does that fit into this whole conversation? Yeah. Well, we are here in form for manifestation. Otherwise, we would have stayed in the formless, right? And <laughs> because <laughs> we are here for that purpose, because this is the most expressed <coughs> that thought is, right? In other words, if I look at who I really am, in, as a as consciousness and it take take as an example consciousness with an ability to imagine simply imagine and simply to be right um so if we said that we said oh you know who you really are is love and who you really are is joy and who you really are is peace right 
it's true, right? We could kind of get quiet and sort of be that, right? We could kind of realign with that, right? Some people in spiritual circles, they kind of go down a path of, I'm just going to be that. I'm just going to hold that state of being. This is the kind of, you know, sort of path that takes you into, it's like ascetics that take you into, you know, living in a cave, going to sit on the top of a mountain, mm. sort of withdrawing from. But what I'm going to say is that you have, that you have eternity to enjoy this unmanifested spiritual nature that you have, that is who you really are. Because who you really are is pure source energy consciousness. And when you look at that aspect of what you, which is only that energy, that kind of imagination, that sort of joy, love, vibration of that, right? You will be that, you are that now and will be that eternally. You are never not that, right? But here's the deal. You and I, we have maybe 50, 60 years left in form to express some aspect of who we are. Mm. So when it comes to, I get it that you're love, I get it that you're joy, but, but show me the expression of that through this unique form that is you. Show me what that is. And how you'll show me what that is, is when you have this program that starts making a difference in the lives of people. It really, a real program, a manifested program that people sign up for that begins to change their lives. See, that's no longer a dream. That is no longer in your imagination. And why you are here is for the full manifestation of what you dream and imagine. It is not here to dream and imagine. You could have stayed where you were. You didn't need to show up here. <laughs> if that's all you're going to do. Right? You are here because you are turning thoughts into things. You are here to take what's in your mind and to be able to perceive it. To perceive it in, and to perceive it physically to be able to touch it, to smell it, to see it, right? You, it is not just that you're love, but you, I want to express my love to children. I want to express my love to my, my wife. I want to express my love. I want, that is a unique, an expression of it. It is not, you know, the internal infinite love. It is, it is a unique expression of it through me. That's what manifestation is. And that's what we want. It's why we're here for the manifestations of our mind. It is not something to be shy about. It is not something to be embarrassed about. I want these manifestations. Yeah, I'm quite touched by that. You know, it's really like such a powerful expression of like how we show up in the world, you know, and um from, you know, for me spending a lot of my life playing so small in the world, you know, like really like as this little um, person lacking in everything, you know, with a, with a, with a long story of, of suffering and lack, you know, like to, to, to now like expressing how I express in the world and, and having the opportunity to make a difference in people's lives. Um, you know, it's mind blowing, really. It really is. You know, I mean, I, I, you 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 expressed it so well, but I kind of feel a bit lost for words, really. You know. Well, what you're doing, you know, is is you you are. This is the difference. You know, I look at we look at great leaders. If you if you if you take like a Martin Luther King, it's mm -hmm. almost like you could follow. He, he, he just the way that story goes is you can actually watch like creation into form right so look at what he said in the beginning right he said i have a dream like talk about a formless uh thought planted into consciousness right now he he said it in that way he said i have a dream 
Now, could you imagine if Martin Luther King was just kind of like, you know, manifestations, uh, that's not why we're here. We're just here because we need to enjoy the feeling of that, right? And he kind of had the dream and he enjoyed the dream and he saw black children and white children playing together and all of that. And it's wonderful. And he could kind of bask in that, right? But that's not it. It is about the manifestation of it. And what did he do? He allowed that to express through him into action. And, and it began to manifest. And how it began to manifest in, in, in that laws began to change and opportunities began to open up. There was a manifestation of this thought, which was just a dream. And by the way, this is the part of you look at our eternal nature. You look at our eternal nature. Well, you know, Martin Luther King is probably doing more today in the manifestation of, of the possibility that he aligned with, I, mm. I would suggest that he's doing even more today than in the period he was alive. He has never stopped. This is our eternal nature, right? So he aligned and, and really began expressing this desire into form. There was certainly a lot that went on while he was alive, but the expression of it has not stopped. And other people were, were turned on and clicked on to this desire, this dream. And they resonated with it also because it's a resonance that attracted people into that. And all of these people who are putting into form, expressing into form this dream, that's why we're here. That is the manifestation of something. Not like, uh, you know, we all agree to some idea or concept called equality and, you know, love for each other and all men created. Like, that's not what we're here, like to just be in that agreement. We want to manifest this idea. We want to live in it to perceive it with our senses. This is, what, this is what manifestation is. We get a playground here. Sydney Banks said, look around you, it's all thought. He said, look around you, it's all thought. And he also described what you see around you in this physical world, he, which he, when Sydney Banks was asked, uh, what is nature? He was asked that as a question, what is nature? And his answer was, this is God's playground. The playground of thought. This is where God comes to play with thought, to think and watch it manifest such that it can be perceived touched, smelled, sensed, tasted. It's in reality here. It's not just thought. It is manifested thought. And that's why we're here. And manifestations are not something to avoid or to, to think there's anything dishonorable ab about them. The manifestations in your life are a reflection and an expression of the thoughts in your mind. Wow. We're going to come to the end of time, you know, I'm kind of like, it's been such a, such a, you have such a clear way of expressing this, you know, I, I'm so glad that I asked you because I feel like I've learned a lot. Um, and we attracted each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look at, look at that, right? I was on yeah. some post somewhere on Facebook and yeah. you happened to be there to read it. Yeah. And there was some few words that I wrote yeah. that, clicked with you. So this is the kind of resonance piece, which yeah. says, you know, you resonated, you reached out, like, this is how it is. We're not neither of us trying to make something happen here. But yeah. something's happening through us. Yeah, and that's a great point. And I think that, like, I feel like my whole life's like that now, you know, it's like, I literally, you know, I have a few different businesses, and I get up each day, and I sit down, and it occurs to me what to do, and I kind of enjoy my days, and then the next day, it occurs to me what to do, and things happen, and they get dealt with, and, you know, new stuff gets created, and it's like, it feels, you know, such a free way of living, and such a, such a joyful experience of being alive, versus 
like in the past, you know, like I guess the contrast of before where it was, you know, all I would get up every day with like a thinking, oh my God, what have I got to do today? Or now it's kind of like, well, oh, what, what cool things are going to happen today? Who am I going to meet? Who what am I going to have conversations with? What's going to happen? You know, it's, it feels like a, that's how my life is, you know, just, you know, just things just keep happening. You know, and I, all I do is just show up here and sit down each day and, and kind of, you know, go through it. Wow. Yeah. And that's exhilarating because you are allowing that. And that's our biggest thing, allowing desire to be expressed through you, right? There's, uh, you know, when I talk about this idea of deliberate creation, I say we are in a phase where we ask and we ask when you ask it is given, but, but, but you haven't received it. When you ask, it is given because it is given from the greater part of you as a potential and possibility. So the idea of it is given. So when you ask, it is given. I can say more about the asking another time, but the asking happens because out of, out of you know, our experiences, mostly out of the things we don't want or the things that are kind of contrasting experiences for us, we ask, it is given, it is answered. But then we have to be in a place of allowing that which we've asked for. We have to move to a place of receiving that which we've asked for. And you're living, the way you're describing, is you've moved to living more and more of your life in a state of receiving and allowing what you've asked for to unfold and express through you. And that is effortless living. And that is effortless creation. That's what that is. Yeah. What, one last question that comes to mind for me is allow, like allowing, you know, like when you were talking about allowing, to me, it kind of seems like at, at first, it's almost like you tell me if I'm wrong, you know, like it's like I dip my toe in the water, you know, and I'm kind of see how it works. And then it's kind of like, and then I realize, and the more I start to see how this flows through me when I keep out of my way, that I'm all in then, like, okay, I get, I see it now, how it works. But I don't think it was like that at first. I think at first it was like, still felt like it was on me a little bit till I started to notice how this was just going on regardless of me, you know? Is that kind of how you see it? How does it work? Oh yeah, that, that, that's really good because in the beginning there's like, you don't trust it, mm. right? So it's like, how, what do you mean allow? Nothing's going to happen if I sit here and allow it. I mean, I just got this great idea for this thing. So I can't just, we're allowing, what do you mean allowing? I now got to get to work. I got to make this thing happen. I got to do it, right? So, so it, you're right. It just doesn't quite work. But what happens is life starts to teach you because it starts to teach you. It says, hey, wait a minute. You just came across this guy who wants to, you know, who has money, wants to support your program. You don't you realize you didn't do that? You didn't, don't you realize you didn't find him? Like you didn't research him? Don't like, how do you think this happened? Right. And so then life starts giving you hints. You start to notice that you, like, in other words, you'll begin to notice that you spent a week of solid work planning how you're going to do this and fund it and what you're going to do, da, 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 a whole week of work, which got you nothing, right? And then you were in a coffee shop and then met someone who gave you a name of somebody. And then you got more done in that allowing state. You got more done than you would have done in one year of work, the way I just described it you sitting down, planning it, strategizing the whole thing. So once you start to see that, you're kind of like, wait a minute, where's the power here? Where's the power in this thing? And you start to tip a little more allowing, a little more allowing as you begin to trust it more and more and more, as you begin to see what's on your side. This is on your side. This wants nothing but what's good for you, what's best for you. There is only a source of well-being. There is only a source of desire of, of moving you toward it. 
And as you start to trust that and see that a little bit more, the allowing begins to increase more and more and more and more. You, you let go of your resistance a little bit and, and, and get swept up into that. Yeah, wow. How cool. You know, I was, we, we've run out of time. I think I could definitely carry on. You know? <laughs> what, um, what are you up to in the world and how can people get hold of you? Um, my personal website is the best, dominicscafidi.com. And um, yeah, I'm an executive coach and I work a lot in the corporate world with leaders, but I've started to recently be, begin to work with people around this idea. Um, when you go to my website, there's free stuff. Like uh, I have a free course called You Create Your Own Reality. And, um, and so you, in there, there's webinars and talks like this one where I get into a lot of description and, and describing uh, about how this works. So if people wanna learn about that, that program, which is a free course is, is there and, and they could learn. And I've begun to do now uh, where I do a, a group program called Being a Deliberate Creator, which is really uh, one that I would recommend if people uh, get the free stuff and they start to learn and you know all of that and it resonates with them then what the being a deliberate creator program is is more of a, a coaching around uh, really applying you know it's kind of applying this so uh, yeah you don't need any of that like you don't need any of that but um, uh, for people who have who have been, who are kind of done with the learning about it. Cause I do lots of talk about it and more is coming and it's always free. Yeah. But if in the other is if people sense that they want some coaching around it in this sort of a group, then that's the other thing that I've now just started to make available. So, yeah. Awesome. I will put a link to that in the, in the podcast. Awesome. So thank you very much for doing this. It's been a, been a great conversation. Really enjoyed I've it. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I appreciate you reaching out. Thanks, Jason.